From Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason DeCanio! Yeah, hey! Yes, yes, yes! <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Jason Kelly. Thank you very much. Whoa! Nice, 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 nice. Yes! Oh, thank you very much. Welcome once again to the Queen's New Yorker. It is Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. This is episode 239, and I am your host, Jason DeCanio. We're ready for another great edition. And to tell you the truth, we're now reaching, we're over 7,000 listens, 7,046 to be exact. Very nice. But we've got a major announcement that I am going to announce right away, first off and foremost, first and foremost, um, starting next week, we will be back on the Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule. That's right. We're going back to three days a week because we can and we will. we got to cover more stuff. So we're going back to the Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule starting next week on, (laughs) on the 13th of November. Yes. Oh, yeah. That is the big news. Mm-hmm. So, we'll record the show, as always. I'll give it to you on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And, of course, it'll be on Spotify for podcasters. You can catch us there anytime you want. And also, too, like I said, all the episodes are on there from episode one to episode 238. This will be the 239th episode. So we finish out this week with the 240th episode. Next week, when we put, when we start recording, it'll be the 241st episode. A lot of stuff going on. We're finishing up our radio stations, as you know, getting very closer to the end of this uh, series. But we've had a lot of fun with it, I think, for, for the most part. And now tonight we're talking about uh, the Urban Contemporary Music Radio Station owned by iHeartMedia and broadcast from studios in the former AT&T building in the Tribeca neighborhood of Manhattan. Its transmitter is located at the Empire State Building and the station is the flagship station of the nationally syndicated morning show, The Breakfast Club. Who are we talking about today? WWPRFM 105.1 FM. Let's give it up for them. Yes. Yo. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we got a we got an interesting crowd tonight for Tuesday. <laughs> You must have had some really good food on your way over here because you're still you're full of pep and energy. 
We're ready to go. Let's go ahead and look at the history of WWPRFM 105.1. So the station first signed on the air in December 14th, 1953 as WWRLFM. The station was co-owned with WWRL 1600 by radio enthusiast William Ruman. Studios were in Woodside, Queens, and the call sign was changed to WRFM in October of 1957, breaking away from the AM simulcast with a diversified and classical music format. Bonneville International, the broadcast arm of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, purchased WRFM in 1967, and the following year, RFM, billing itself as Stereo 105, adopted a beautiful music format that was developed by program director Marlon Taylor. Now, WRFM played mostly instrumental music with about one vocal every 15 minutes. It featured the works of such artists as Montavani, Henry Mancini, Ferrante and Tisher, Percy Faith, Holly Ridges, Holly Ridge Strings, Leroy Anderson, Frank Mills, and Richard Kleiderman. Mixed in were the vocals by Frank Sinatra, Johnny Mathis, Peggy Lee, The Letterman, Nat King Cole, and Barbara Streisand. Ratings for the station were good, and for a couple of times, WRFM was the top-rated FM station in New York. RFM competed for beautiful music listeners with simulcasters WPATAM and FM, with two other easy listening stations, WTFM and WVNJFM usually trailing. Now, as the 80s began, WRFM started mixing in some soft contemporary artist vocals, including the Carpenters, Barry Manilow, Kenny Rogers, and Dionne Warwick. And it was also used as, a, as an electronic program guide in Manhattan throughout the 80s. Then in 84, the station increased vocals to six per hour and cut back on adult standards titles while also adding softer songs by top 40 artists such as Billy Joel, Michael Jackson, Chicago, Elton John, The Beatles, and Whitney Houston. The station's ratings continued to be strong, but by 1985, the easy-listening audience was starting to age and was not as attractive to advertisers. Then on April 17, 1986, the station switched to a gold-based adult contemporary format with the call letters WNSR for New York's Soft Rock. NSR focused on songs from the 60s and 70s while some, with some 1980s titles and a moderate number of current adult contemporary songs as well. Initially, the station's ratings were modest. However, one AC competitor, WYNY, went to a country music format. WNSR's ratings went up. Then, in January of 1990, the station's moniker became Mix 105 and shifted to more of a hot adult contemporary format, focusing on the 70s, the 80s, and current hits with only a few 60s titles. By April of 92, when the station changed its call letters to WMXV, the 1960s hits were gone and more recent music was added. By 1995, the station was only playing hits of the 80s and 90s and even mixing in some lighter modern rock songs as many other hot AC stations were doing at this time. Then on November 13, 1996, the hot AC format at WMXV abruptly ended and after a day of stunting with music from Broadway musicals, the station switched formats to an adult-friendly modern AC format as WDBZ, The Buzz. August 5, 1997, with ratings on the decline, the call sign changed back to WNSR. The original plan was for the station to drop the buzz format in favor of an oldies-based format or AC format, playing songs from 1964 to current hits. 
The station was to have launched on August 18, 1997, with television commercials set to air. However, Bonneville instead decided to sell the station to Chancellor Media, which also owned WHTZ, LTW, KTU, and AXQ. And as a result, the format change for 105.1 was canceled, and the station remained the buzz for a while longer, with the reverted WNSR call letters. Well, gradually from September through November of 97, the station returned to hot adult contemporary and then mainstream adult contemporary. For the next few months, the station would simply be known on air as FM 105.1 and only use the WNSR call sign for the legal station identification. January 21st, 1998 at 6.30 p.m. The station relaunched as Big 105 with the call letters WBIX, which took effect on April 13th. The first song on Big 105 was Big Time by Peter Gabriel. Despite this relaunch, the station played basically the same music as it did in the months before and could not compete with highly rated WLTW. Initially, Big 105 was musically very close to WLTW, but evolved to a hot AC format by that May, similar to what WPLJ was playing at the time. BIX also added Danny Bonaducci as its morning show host. It also added Casey Kasem's American Top 20 syndicated countdown program on Sundays, coinciding with Kasem's move to Chancellor Media from Westwood One earlier in the year. Ratings continued to, to decline, and by October of 98, WBIX leaned toward modern AC, similar to the form, former buzz format, but not as deep. December 4, 1998, at 6 p.m., after playing Good Riddance, Time of Your Life by Green Day, the station flipped to the then-growing Jam and Oldies format, and after a Name the Station contest branded as Jammin' 105, the first song on Jammin' was Celebration by Cool and the Gang. March 1, 1999, WBIX changed call letters to WTGM, TJM actually, in order to match the Jammin' branding. The station played rhythmic and dance pop hits out of the mid-60s through the 80s. TV comedian Jay Thomas was hired for morning drive time. And WTJM did better in the ratings than the previous format. And its results initially challenged those of longtime oldie station WCBS-FM. Chancellor merged with Capstar Broadcasting to form AM-FM Inc., in 1999, and then in 2000, Clear Channel Communications merged with AMFM Inc., giving WTJM and the other four stations a new owner. Under Clear Channel, now iHeartMedia, WTJM evolved to an urban oldies direction and then to an urban adult contemporary format while keeping the Jammin' 105 moniker. Frankie Blue was brought in to program the shift to urban AC. He immediately brought in Jeff Fox formerly of WRKS and WBLS, and teamed him with comedian George Wallace to form the Jammin' New York Wake Up Club. While the morning show was a hit, it did not warrant keeping the format due to the station's low ratings in other day parts. Well, now, on March 14, 2002, at 6.05 a.m., the station abruptly changed as it flipped to its current mainstream urban format as WWPR-FM Power 105.1. 
A speculated reason for the format change is that while they could not beat competitor WQHT Hot 97, they could take enough ratings away from them to keep them from being number one, which would leave WWPR's sister station, WLTW, with a comfortable lead in that race. Prior to the change, WQHT and LTW had alternated at the top spot. By 2004, WWPR-FM technically became the market's only, only urban contemporary station due to the transition of 107.5 WBLS from urban contemporary to urban adult contemporary. <laughs> now, WQHT reports as rhythmic contemporary to media-based and Nielsen BDS, although WQHT was an urban reporter on Nielsen BDS from 2006 to 2007, WWPR-FM and WQHT's playlist are similar, and the two stations aim at roughly the same audience. QHT had been the only New York station featuring current hip-hop and R&B since its owner, Emmis Communications, purchased WRKS in 1994 and moved that station towards an adult R&B format. Now, in an effort to build an audience, WWPRFM brought in former Hot 97 personalities and Yo MTV Raps hosts Ed Lover and Dr. Dre to anchor the station's morning show. The station then entered into the top five of the Arbitron ratings, a position it maintained for several years. The station terminated Dr. Dre's contract in 2003 and gave Ed Lover a new co-host in rapper-turned-radio personality Monet Money Love. The morning team lasted for about a year, but by the end of 2004, WWPR decided to heat up the rivalry with WQHT by bringing in ex-Hot 97 morning show hosts Star and Buck Wild as their new morning drive team as well-known disc jockeys were deemed critical to the station's success. The Star and Buckwild morning show was replaced in 2006 by Live with Big Tigger and Egypt. The team was later re replaced by a returning Ed Lover, who was later joined by Michaela Maletti. The last, this last show incarnation ended on November 19, 2010, when Ed Lover was released from the station and Malay was reassigned to the midday shift, replacing DJ. Or DJ. Now, Troy Torrain, he was born May 3, 1964, who previously worked at Power 105's rival hip-hop station WQHT with his half-brother Timothy Joseph, born January 3, 1979, who took Terrain's old stage name Buck Wild until he switched to Power 105, is known as Star from the Star and Buck Wild Morning Show. Star stands for Strange Thoughts and Revelations. He had a running on-air feud with Power 105's DJ Envy, whose real name is Rashawn Casey. Now, in a May 3, 2006 broadcast, Terrain mentioned DJ Envy's wife and child. Terrain said he would pay $500 to any listener who told him where the girl attended school. Terrain, who is biracial, also used racial and sexual epithets about DJ Envy's wife, Gia Casey, who is part Asian. New York City Council members called for an investigation by law enforcement and the Federal Communications Commission. After the protest, Clear Channel Communications, the corporate owner of Power 105, suspended Terrain. After reviewing transcripts of the broadcast, New York City law enforcement officials called Terrain to police headquarters in Lower Manhattan to surrender his target pistol license 
and 9mm handgun. Detectives from the hate crimes unit charged him with endangering the welfare of a child. Leaving the precinct house, Terrain leaned back and grinned for television cameras saying, You're looking at the new Lenny Bruce. Terrain's lawyer defended his broadcast on First Amendment grounds. Star and Buckwild were replaced with Live with Big Tigger in Egypt on May 4, 2006. Now, WWPR is the flagship station of the nationally syndicated The Breakfast Club Morning Show. It is hosted by Charlemagne the God and DJ Envy. It debuted in December 2010 and grew to be one of the most popular morning programs in New York. The program is heard on dozens of other cities through premier networks, co-owned with WWPR-FM. The Source, a hip-hop magazine named The Breakfast Club, the number one radio program in the nation. And both personalities have experience in radio and television. DJ Envy is the host of MTV, two shows, Sucker Free and The Weekend Jams. Charlemagne the God is the co-host of MTV2's Guy Code and was a former co-host of the Wendy Williams Experience. In April of 2013, Premier Networks launched a weekend version of the show's Weekends with the Breakfast Club, which featured a Top 20 countdown. Four months later, the Breakfast Club weekday version went into national syndication. This show was heard in Tucson, Milwaukee, Charleston, South Carolina, Ham, New Orleans, Waco, Montgomery, Jacksonville, Miami, Norfolk, Columbus, Ohio, Houston, Detroit, Columbus, Georgia, Atlanta, Lexington, Kentucky, Dayton, Charleston, West Virginia, Las Vegas, Champaign, Illinois, Valdosta, Georgia, Beaumont, Texas, Wilmington, Louisville, Cincinnati, and Orlando. And a video version of the show is also carried weekdays on BET. Then you have the staff and the references and all of that good stuff and the history of WWPR FM 105.1. There you have it, folks. There you have it. Nicely done. So that's the story of WWPRFM next week or this Thursday as we end our show on its Tuesday, Thursday schedule. We'll be looking on episode 240, the commercial radio station licensed in New York. That's an all news radio format as an affiliate of the Black Information Network. The station is owned by Our Hot Media. And by day, this, uh, this station broadcasts at 25,000 watts, but at night, to protect other stations on 1600 AM, it reduces power to 5,000 watts. It uses a directional antenna at all times. Its transmitter is on Radio Avenue in Secaucus, New Jersey, near the Hackensack River. And in addition to a standard analog transmission, the programming is also carried on the third HD subchannel of WWPRFM and is also available online via iHeartRadio. We'll be looking at WWRL 1600 AM on the radio dial on this Thursday's 240th episode of the Queen's New Yorker. Oh, yes. So from all of us here at WJDC Studios in beautiful Vito, Florida, I want to say thank you very much for this 239th episode. 
of listening to it. Thank you for the continued support on Spotify. And, of course, our sister station on the Legacy of Queens on YouTube, which is also the Legacy of New York as well. We might have a special guest for you on Sunday's edition of the League, the Legacy of Queens. We'll let you know if that story or that special guest sticks. If not, we still have our backups to go along with it. I'm Jason DeCanio. Hope you have a great night. Remember, be honest, be real. Keep it simple, stupid kiss. We'll see you on Thursday for the 240th episode. Bye for now. You have been watching The Queen's New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio internet presentation. Thank you for your support.